0: This episode of Children's Ministry Monthly is sponsored in part by DrawYouAPicture.com, where you can get your next ministry logo designed from scratch for as low as $65. Visit the gallery, see what I've done for others, and see what I can do for you at DrawYouAPicture.com. Children's Ministry Monthly, a podcast focusing on the needs of everyday children's ministers. Hey, welcome to Children's Ministry Monthly, Episode 13, brought to you the week of February, tw- February, people, twenty second, two thousand nine. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison, and my co-host, Super Dave, is here. Dad Gummit.
1: <laughs> it is good to be back. It's well, been a long time.
0: Yes, yes,
1: yes. yes. I've, I have missed you and and talking and being able to connect like this once a month. And my life is finally at a place where I feel like I I can uh justify the extra time it, and it's totally worth it. I love doing this. I just the summers were kind of crazy and uh you want a quick update just on that?
0: Um sure.
1: Basically, um I think the last time we left off, I think we had three campuses, um Christ Chapel and three locations. Uh we currently have five locations and uh one of the the good news out of that is at our next largest campus where I was the acting children's pastor also. We've hired somebody there to take over the children's ministries and youth ministries, which has freed my time up by half. So yeah, things are going great. And I just serve in an advisory role with the other campuses. So it's pretty cool.
0: I wish they'd hire somebody to do my job.
1: Yeah. I think they already have. You didn't get the memo? (laughs)
0: That was me. (laughs) It's me. They're paying me to do my job. Oh, man. No,
1: the other memo where they (laughs) –
0: Welcome w- Welcome back though man we missed you and we're glad uh we're glad you're here. Uh this episode is sponsored we mentioned at the front end by drawyourpicture.com in part but it's also brought to you by AnimationFactory.com. Thousands of animated clip arts, uh, video backgrounds, PowerPoint backgrounds, PowerPoint themes, and more at AnimationFactory.com. Um, go to help us out, okay? This is how if if you're gonna go to AnimationFactory.com, which in my opinion is the best source, the cheapest source for video backgrounds. It's basically all you can download for ninety nine dollars a year. But if you're gonna do it, go to CMonthly.com and click the Animation Factory link. You'll be helping us, and you'll be helping out your ministry at least check it out that'd be awesome we're also um affiliated with godaddy.com uh, in spite of their horrible ads <laughs> um, but the deal is i want to save you money on your next domain so the next time you get a domain go to godaddy.com and put in this code podname 121 and that'll get you a domain for like seven bucks instead of the nine or ten dollars that they want to charge you. That's PodName One Twenty One. So thanks, GoDaddy, Animation Factory, and Draw You a Picture Our monthly hey, topic. Nope. Whoa, go ahead. Sorry.
1: I was just going to comment on on those three amazing sponsors. I, I'm a customer of all three. Can you believe yeah. that?
0: I, I yeah. am. Yeah.
1: You drew me a picture <laughs> at Draw Me a and it was absolutely amazing. Cool. Our new KidZone Studio logo.
0: Yeah, I've done several for you, actually. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, you will be paid eventually. <laughs> um but that's yeah. We won't get into that. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> um, Animation Factory, I've been uh, using them for two years. Yeah. And yep. man, for a hundred bucks a year, you can't beat it. Well, it's I
0: mean, amazing. a CD full of of uh, video backgrounds is like six hundred bucks at some of these I places. Know. I know. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. But, uh, and GoDaddy, we just uh, secured a new web address uh, through them. So yeah.
0: Next that's time, awesome. use that code, dude. Get a cheaper domain.
1: I see. I I, I didn't know.
0: Yeah. Now you do. Now I know. Hey, we're, this month we're talking about um, a. We're t- going to talk about how we do children's services, and this is based on a post at uh, cmconnect.org, where a lady named Melissa, a children's minister there, was asking the following question. She says, "I would like to do some things different with our children's church services. I'm praying because I know the Lord is the best source that I can seek out. I also know that there are good ideas that God has blessed others with that I might be able to incorporate some, or maybe even take and make it our own." Uh, What I would like to know is how some of you do your children's church services. Do you use your own ideas or some other curriculum? Uh, If you could kind of outline it for me, I would appreciate it greatly. Thanks a bunch, Melissa. And again, we got that from cmconnect.org. So the question we're going to ask each other is, um, how do you do children's church and curriculum? Do you do do it yourself? Do you write it your own? Do you buy it? Um, What's going on? So first thing we figured is is I, I and Dave would each go through a typical Sunday uh, order of service. And uh, Dave, if you have any questions that you would imagine a, a third party would have about any of these things, uh, interrupt me and ask away, and I'll do the same for you. Okay, sounds good. Basically, when a child comes in, I'm specifically talking about an me- elementary-age uh, children's church service. You know, this is not a small group-based thing. This is a large church uh, for kids. So we're, we're assuming that that's what Melissa is talking about and what most of our folks are, are dealing with. Sunday school is pretty easy to figure out. And so are some of your smaller groups, but big church, it's hard to keep all those kids wrangled. We always start with a pre-show and uh, that's what I call it because I want my kids the moment they come in to be busy. And mm-hmm. ours isn't real structured. Some people's have video games and they have board games and all that. Uh, we have videos that are playing. Um, some of them are worship videos. Some of them are, uh, you know, pop, uh, pop bands that happen to be Christian. Um, and then we do a five, five minutes before we start a five-minute countdown uh, with music and video. Uh, then we jump right into a theme song. We have a Jam City—that's the name of our children's ministry, our children's church. Jam City theme song that I wrote and produced, and we sing it every week. And it highlights uh, what we're there for and uh, our purpose, because uh, Jesus and me. Um, and then it—it it actually gives each team, because we break ours up into five groups, each team a chance to scream really loud and represent. Uh, then we go right into an opening prayer, which is interactive call and response prayer. Uh, then right into rules and regs, and this is pretty much – this is typical every single week. We go through all of our rules and regulations. For more information on that, you can go back to Episode 2, uh, Discipline. That's still one of our most downloaded or is our most downloaded episode to date. Cool. Um, then we we go through our jumps, and jumps um, – I know we've talked about them in the past – But um, jumps are just little attention-grabbing bits of uh, interactivity that we work into the service randomly. But we review all three or four of them right there on the spot. For more information on that, you can go to cmmonthly.com and uh, look under Resources for Jumps. I'll talk more about that during the news segment. Um, Then we introduce our theme. Sometimes that's a video. Sometimes it's an object lesson. Sometimes it's just an interactive talk with me and the kids. Uh, Then we go into Offering and Announcements. Um, we have five buckets that we put across the front of the room and we have an offering song that plays. We have a child pray for the offering beforehand. Kids come up by street. That's what we call our groups. One at a time, I call them up and they deposit their offering. Just on a side note, we give, uh, for every $5 that they give, we add a thousand points to their team score. Um, so that's just a little tidbit there. Um, Okay. Can so, you
1: can you can you just take a second and explain the streets? You you call your okay. group by street because that's very cool, and I copied it and I loved it. <laughs>
0: cool. <laughs> um, since we're Jam City, you know we have five groups, and I wanted to um, I wanted to theme them. So instead of first through fifth grade, we call them first street, second street, third street, fourth street, and fifth street. And we literally have uh, street signs that I had made up. Um, at a street store, I mean a street store, a sign-making <laughs> place. We have the real yeah. poles and the real containers, but then I had some cheap aluminum printed or you know, vinyl cutouts on them, and we had bases made by our maintenance department, and we drag those out. And it not only lets our new kids know where to sit, it helps me to work discipline because my group's too big for boys and girls to split them yep. in half like we typically yep. do. And so we have five teams that compete, and uh, it works out until it's time yes. for game time. And, the, and right, the teams are yes. always weird because you got three versus two, or you have to pick two first graders and put a first grader on each team. Yeah, <laughs> and that's they're funny. always excited when they win. They're surprised and excited, but yeah, streets. <laughs> that's what. That's how we subdivide our big group. Um, I liked that. That was cool. And then we go right into our Bible verse time. Um, currently, we're using little video clips that come with my curriculum uh, just to give us a break from what we usually do, which is Scripture Man. And he's he's a guy that I play, uh, and my wife is on the other side. It's pretty typical. Um, you know. Script, we, we do different ways of messing up the verse, and we've done it different over the last eight years. At first, we did where he uh, misquoted, you know, and Jen would correct him, and it would be silly. And then we moved on to not only did he misquote, but he would throw out. Out the item that he was misquoting, which was kind of a cool uh, deal. Uh, sometimes mm-hmm. it would be sequins or dirt or whatever. Whatever he misheard, he would throw that item out and make a mess. Um, I've heard of people that use the puppet to come up and startle the the person. We did a thing where we had a Scripture Tron um, where where um every it was like a computer on the screen which was kind of redundant uh-huh. since it was projected uh-huh. with the computer but every time she, he would quote the verse a some text would disappear like it had a virus or something and the kids would still quote it um, and then we did scripture picture where everything was a uh, a picture um and then we You know sent, what? I hate those. You know what though? I I hate them except <laughs> okay?
1: I'm no good at it. I'm no good but at it. But hold
0: on. There's a okay. way to do it right. There's okay. a way to do it right, and I saw it at a kid's camp one time, and I hate it when they do like a house minus H, and then yeah. there's math that has That's to what be done, carry the two, and then you can figure it out. No. Yeah. What we did is we would use text and pictures together. So we'd write out the text, and all the keywords, we would put in a, fo- a, a picture. But I okay. would use animated characters from AnimationFactory.com and then okay. Google Images, and so should would be SH, I'd photoshop in the word the letters SH and then a, a rain hood, you know, a raincoat hood. And, uh, and we didn't we didn't ask the kids to work it out, we just read it straight up right off the screen. And not only I fell in love with it not only because it helped the kids remember and it was a little bit fun, it also helped my non-readers. Okay. Cause we're in our city, we got a lot of kids that don't read, and it helped them to learn and and, and remember. And so Earth wasn't E A R plus T H plus seven Q, it uh-huh. was just the globe.
1: Oh uh, cool. See, I never thought I was smart enough for those. <laughs> but, so you, you know, you know.
0: I don't know. That sounds good. Yeah, we. if you saw one, I. if somebody needs to know what I'm talking about, holler at me. I'll send you a screenshot of something. But we're not using that currently. Like I said, we are kind of almost de-emphasizing the memorization part of big church uh, scripture verses. And I've got reasons for that, mostly because the, they, they don't work. The kids don't remember the verses in the context of a big church service. They remember them when they work on them with their parents at home. So right. we we introduce it and we expect a little bit more follow up once we get home. But anyway, uh Bible verse. Then we move into praise and worship and it's typically three faster songs and they are themed to the lesson. Okay? And then mm-hmm. we then we do part 1 of a three-part sermon. Um and and that's you know illustrated or it's a drama or it's whatever a PowerPoint slide whatever, then we throw mm-hmm. in a game and the games are always themed and we have a right. we have a song that plays before and then inter- all of our games are sixty seconds or less, because we have a sixty second yes. countdown and so all our games translate into this how many blanks can you blank in sixty seconds. So, fill in the blank. How many, how many whatevers can you throw inside yep. this thing? Or how many blunks can you eat? How many whatevers can you put in a basket? You know, whatever. So, our game marshmallows games, up your nose. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's great. So, game. And then message part two comes in. Okay. Uh, then worship. Um, we'll, you know, how many worship songs do you do? We typically do two.
1: Okay. Yeah. So three praise and two worship. Yeah, and broken and, up into. Yeah, worship and it's
0: time thing because um, we are we are at, we are slave of the big church and I'm I'm totally cool with that. Uh, we get our kids out 15 minutes before big church is over so we can have small group time in our streets uh, up in the Sunday school rooms and and just because of the size of our church we have to break our kids down so that parents mm-hmm. are picking their kids up from a group of 40 kids instead of 250 whatever. Yes. Um. So our worship time. So worship song it's the same amount of time, less songs. Worship songs are slower, take longer to sing. So that's that's the big yes. thing. And I want to save time for altar. So we do message part three right after worship, which is usually the hitter, um, and then altar time. And altar time is different for me every single time. Sometimes we call the kids down. Sometimes they pray at their seats. Sometimes we have people pray over certain kids. Um, sometimes it's interactive where they're writing their names on cards. Or, or uh, this this uh, past six weeks we've done six weeks on prayer. First first Sunday um, they wrote their their needs on pieces of paper, and we put them in a basket. And altar time, part of that for the next six weeks was praying over those needs. Uh, This past, just this Sunday um, was week six. We prayed over the needs, but then we did a part of our altar time is uh, we prayed for the sick, and then we did testimonies. So uh, I, I say, you know, the biggest thing, especially for AG or Pentecostal folks, we put such an emphasis on the altar time, but mix it up. That way the kids don't learn how to do it. They just, they do it naturally. They don't learn, it's not learned behavior. And if you don't understand what I mean, then I'm not talking to you. All right. And then, uh, then we do, we do a review, um, And that's reviewing our big deal. I forgot to mention the big deal. We always have a main theme. We call it the big deal. You may call it a a victory point or whatever, Whatever the big idea. Um, We used to call it the can of the week, and it always had the word can in it. I can pray to God, and it was in a paint can. We'll talk more about that later. Um, But we always do a review of our verse, our big deal, and the main points of the sermon. And then um, currently we have a video that plays, that a guy comes out and does a little rap recap. So I think that's pretty cool. Uh, then, then we go through our, our behavior balloons for more about our discipline stuff. Again, go to episode two. We count our behavior balloons. We count our points. Um, we have a point system that's actually on the screen and it's, uh, not as fancy as it sounds. Um, I'll have a resource link on our show notes to tell you where that's at, but it's kids turn studios. Um, you can Google it, but they have a, they have a scoreboard that can go and layer on top of your PowerPoint or your uh, thing that it, you can update it in real time, and it's made all the difference uh, for points. Um, so we we calculate our points. We take 1,000 points away for every balloon they lose, so we do that first. Um, so there's still a mystery at the end, even though they see their points growing or shrinking throughout the service. And then we add the, the bonus points for the offering, and then we award the trophy for uh, – for for the points to the team that won, uh, I always pray a closing blessing over my group. It's not really a prayer. I don't make them close their eyes. They're getting their jackets together. They're kind of passively listening to it. But I just pray yeah. a blessing over my kids. It's just something I do. I don't even close my eyes. and um, and then uh, we release them by team up to their groups. Uh, in small group time, they review. They have ten review questions. Uh, each teacher does it just a little different. We're actually going to go through and retrain everybody starting next Sunday, um, and make sure everybody's on on task and doing the same things. And then they get picked up. And that's a typical Sunday.
1: That's cool. That's how of long? Stuff. How long? How long do you have for your typical Sunday?
0: We start at 11 o'clock on the dot, and we get the kids out of there at 12:30. Pickup usually starts a quarter till, and then we're about out of there at 10 after 1. 10 after 1? Yeah. And then I'm at home by 2.15 or so. Cool. Nap time. Yeah. That's what it was today.
1: (laughs) Power nap. Awesome. We – uh. We just went to two services, so our our time has gotten shaved a little bit, so I'm still learning uh, over the past three weeks how much time I have for Kids Church, Mm -hmm. and um, we're having to mix things up and knock some things out and rearrange, so it's kind of chaotic right now, which is actually a positive thing for the kids because they don't know – what's next they have no idea what we're going to do next which is great which goes along with what you said about mixing it up right i'm a big big fan of of uh just mix up everything that you do not only um just what you do, but the order in which you do it. And um, because if the kids, if they think they can, you know, guess your next move, they're already disconnected, you know, and they're like, oh, well, I know praise and worship's coming, you know, <laughs> and when it's time you say stand up, you know, they're just, they're not connected. But if you just start praise and worship without telling them, hey, we're going to do praise and worship, it, th- there's more of an element of, oh, this is cool, you know. Right. So, um, so I guess our order of service is very similar. Uh, in a lot of ways, to what you do, um, the pre-show or um, the time that we have before service, that's just full of games and and activities. And we have a large area, so the kids can play basketball and cool. and different things. And um, but that's always exciting. And you know, I encourage all of our leaders to get out there and and intermingle with the kids and connect with the kids. Uh, we don't have a small group time for big church so we try to use that time that pre-service time to to get and interact with the kids in one-on-one basis and you know if you see a kid sitting off by himself go talk to them and you know try to get them engaged Um, we start out uh, pretty much exactly the same with welcome and intro and the biggest reason we do that is because we always have a lot of visitors and uh, if you if you just do your start your service with praise and worship from the beginning, your new people are lost from yep. from the, the get go. So, um, praise uh, welcome and intro takes anywhere from five to ten minutes, depending on. What you throw in there but um the key for that is the is for your visitors your your old school kids they they know what the deal is so for those um you still have to make that fun and engaging and wacky and use characters and um we introduce we welcome our visitors and uh we introduce the the game time slide that pops up on the screen and uh the prize time slide so that our new kids know okay when when these come up on the screen we're supposed to jump up and yell game time or prize time and um the jumps are incredible. Yeah, definitely check out that link on uh, CMMonthly.com because those are awesome. Um, go over the one we have one rule in KidZone and that's behave, and that just encompasses everything. <laughs> um, and we explain that in a creative way, and then I just pray over the kids and get our day started, um, but just making it fun and exciting, um, which then leads us into our like our lesson intro. Um, there's something I heard a long time ago. It's it's like the three rules of communication. Um, basically, um, if you're giving a speech or leading a kid's church or doing whatever, there's three rules. The first rule is uh, tell your audience what you're going to tell them. And then rule number two is tell them. And then rule number three is remind them what you just told them, mm-hmm. which is very similar to, uh, what did you call it, your three, uh, the three phases of teaching that you do?
0: Uh, I, for, I forgot i forgot you
1: <laughs> okay <remind> Sorry, <laughs> but it's okay I'll we'll have to go back and listen um but it was very you know it reminded me of that you know oh yeah
0: yeah yeah teach, you you teach show it. them that are you you help them they help you, and then you watch them yeah or there's four steps i think
1: uh, or you just mentioned a minute ago about um, oh you have three phases of teaching, three uh, separate teaching oh, yeah, times. Oh, yeah, 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 Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I was talking about. Okay. Um, which is really effective. And the lesson intro is just that. That's rule number one. You know, tell them what you're going to tell them for the day. And um, then after we do that, after our lesson intro, we, we do one praise song just to get the kids back up. And uh, exciting song. Sometimes it's themed. Sometimes it's not. Uh, just depends on, on on what we're doing for the day. Uh, then we jump into we call it our uh, shouted out phrase, and basically that's the the one phrase that if they don't remember anything else from Kidzone, this is what we want them to remember, is the shouted out phrase. Hopefully they'll remember more. But, um, and we use a game from. Uh, Kids Turn Labs called Phrase Craze,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, which is amazing. It has just revolutionized our our main teaching point. Um, I think it's a ten dollar download. It's it's the coolest what's, thing. What's the company called again?
0: Kids Kids Turn. It's Labs? Five
1: AM Productions.
0: Yes. Kids Turn. Okay, yeah. that's that's the group I was trying to remember earlier. Yeah. Okay. I used okay. their score uh, scorer keeper I actually influenced its development. Woohoo!
1: <laughs> yeah, you did. Yes. Yeah. But the the web address and we can put it up later yeah. is. Um, spelled out, 5AM, spelled out, productions.com. Okay. And they've got some really cool stuff for Kids Church up there. Excellent. Um, and we have a, a crazy host who hosts this uh, game show called Phrase Craze, and, and he's just nuts. Um, and just the the wackier, the better. Um, And it doesn't have to make – obviously, the phrase makes sense, but the the crazy things that your character does don't need to make sense. As long as it's funny and engages the kids, they'll get it. Um, Then we jump into our Bible story, which we're currently using a video curriculum. So our Bible story is done on video. um, But in the past, we've done just a ton of various things that we can talk about and uh, then we do prize time just to kind of break things up uh, the prize time slide and music come up on the screen just out of the blue and we stop everything and draw for prizes uh, then we jump into praise and worship which is typically uh, one fast song and two slow songs because mm-hmm. uh, we've already done one fast praise song in the beginning Gotcha. Um, then, and we're still working out the, the details on this because my time constraints you use
0: now. tracks or a live band or what do you do
1: we use DVD songs, songs okay. on DVD. Okay. A lot of stuff from Uncle Charlie, mm-hmm. which is pretty high quality. Uh, Shout Praise Kids, some of their newer stuff is really good. And uh, obviously Heelsong Kids, okay. a lot of good okay. stuff. I would love to have a band, and I'm still praying about that, but currently we don't.
0: Pray hard, because I used to, and I went to, <laughs> I went to DVD tracks. So
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you want the right kind of band.
0: Yeah. Well, it's just hard. in, in, in our situation, yeah. we didn't have much time to set up, and that became such a, a big gotcha. deal. But go ahead. Sorry.
1: Yeah, DVD tracks are awesome. You you don't have to have any skill to use a DVD track. And no. I can't sing, <laughs> uh, but I can lead praise and worship. You know, I just I mute my mic and say watermelon. <laughs> you know, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, then we do offering. We have a slide for that. Um, and, and all of these transitions um, are never set up are hardly ever set up. They're they pop up on the screen magically um, and it's just it's the slide or the the, the the element itself is the transition and which flies in the face of grown-ups and, and youth ministry where you set things up all the time. You know, with kids they love being surprised mm-hmm. and, and and it just keeps them more engaged. Um, so after praise and worship we go into offering and do that a couple of different ways Um, Then we we go over our scripture verse or memory verse, and we use another awesome game from 5AM Productions called Word Drop, Mm -hmm. which is – we just started using that a couple weeks ago, which is very similar to the the Teletron, Computertron thing you were talking about where you bring this verse up on the screen, you read it a couple times, and drop words out. Um, And we also have a puppet for that. Uh, we're back to using a puppet, and I have thoughts on that later. Um, <laughs> uh, then we jump into our skit, which is on our using a video curriculum. Uh, the skit is on video. And then, then we do our main teaching, which is rule number two. Then we tell them. We've told them what we're going to tell them. And then during our main teaching, we tell them. And uh, that's the time where I'll uh, go over what they just saw in the skit and in the Bible story. And, and just kind of make that real for them for the day. Uh, take that and go into altar time from there, which is always different. It's always uh, a different flavor, kind of like what you were saying uh, about you don't want them to that to be learned behavior. Right. Um, you just want it to be, you know, treat that uh, not randomly, but treat it, um, just be open to to hearing the Lord, how you're supposed to, to do that for the day. Right. And keep it fresh. Uh, then we play our game, which is uh, varies from from week to week. Most of the time, it's themed for the day. Sometimes it's completely random, and we use a sixty second game clock for that. And I wasn't joking about the marshmallows up the nose. <laughs> um, and then we do another jump um, and throw their jumps in there um, just to break up your service elements. And then we play a review game and which is rule number three, remind them what you told them.
0: Mm. That's excellent. I can, let me just, I I was talking about playing uh, the person, that third person. And after hearing both of us, I would imagine somebody is going, holy God, um, you guys (laughs) do a lot of stuff. And you're going. It's just me and my wife, or you yeah. and your husband, and and you're like, we don't have a projector, we don't have a DVD player, we don't have right. all this fancy stuff you big church pastors have. I started listening to this podcast because you guys were supposed to be down to earth. What's the deal? Well, here's the thing, people. I, all of us have been to uh, these these uh, sh- these uh, overnight, you know, training things where we come away more frustrated than everything. Uh, than anything yep. else instead of inspired. I don't want to be that for you guys. What I want to do is open your mind to the idea, if you heard nothing else, uh, of segments. And yep. and both, I can speak uh, for David on this because I was there when he got his start in children's ministry because we worked together under a fellow named David Godbout, and we did children's ministry in this horrible nasty yep. old school chur- <laughs> chapel behind the big church and then when they the tore that down yeah the mansion a kid <laughs> fell through the window if you remember and parts of the <laughs> ceiling would fall on the kids we had yep. when they tore that down then we were having it in a tent in in the georgia heat okay yep. in a tent outside so we've been there we we we've had nothing but a microphone and a couple of speakers you know so yep. and we did the same thing didn't we, Dave? I mean, same sh- stuff. Yeah. Instead of video, we had a lot of audio clips and we had a yep. remote control pl- uh, where we could push play. On a, uh, a CD player that was up on the stage wired into the sound system. Um, nowadays, yep. we've got MP3 players. You could set up a playlist and just hold that sucker in your hand or put it on your podium and click through. And if you did things in order, you could do it on the cheap. Um, we do jumps with video. I don't have a video projector. Well, dude, before I did video, I had audio. And before I had audio, I just screamed out the jump. And right. the kids did it. If you got it, it's great. But. If the electricity went out in my service, I could still do everything I said, short of the videos, um, uh, manually, if you will. Exactly. So use exactly. this and be inspired, but don't be, don't get all upset. Uh, but what I w- I do want to do is open your mind to a few key points. Okay. Notice that both of us start off with a strong opening. Every. Mm-hmm every um a Shakespearean play started off with a battle or a giant happening why because back in the day in the theaters they had peasants on the ground and they were drinking and eating and and, and kissing on each other whatever else peasants did back then <laughs> and and he had to get their attention somehow because people didn't know how to behave in the theater and so he would start the play when the curtains open bump a dump a dump a dump a dump a dump it and, and that's what we do in children's ministry. my service starts with a lead up of a countdown that lets the kids yep. to know to get prepared and an announcement that if you're not sitting in the seat, you're going to sit in, you better sit in it now. And then right after that countdown is over, boom, we have a theme song um for my sunday night services i didn't make or produce or custom write a theme song i have a song called boom shakalaka that's off a cd by a guy that was in newsboys and we play that as our theme song and mm-hmm. it gets the kids off their feet gets them focused and you don't have to be like billy okay everybody now listen it's time to it's time to get started you know you don't have right. to be that person so right. just that's start the song exactly Exactly. Um, yep. I also want to note that both of us read our rules every week. I love what you said, Dave, about the rules are for the new kids. And if you don't notice, I – if. Some of you may listen to my other podcasts, but every podcast that I start, I start it the same way. I do it consistently. I tell Mm -hmm. you what our purpose is. I tell you what our title is. I introduce myself Um, and and all those things. I do the same thing. I do that because I do it for my services, and I always want to assume that we have new listeners. And it not only introduces the new kids to everything, um, I make sure I introduce myself. Uh, I make sure I introduce Uh, The concepts of the balloons and the themes and and everything because it not only is for the new kids, it does help the old kids to remember as well. Um, Yep.
1: And uh, it does seem repetitive every week, but you have to do it. Yeah, it does. But make it fun.
0: Well, I like all my rules, they rhyme and there's a rhythm to it and the kids enjoy repeating it with me. So that's how I get away with it. Uh, yeah. Some people do video clips and they'll change it up every week. It's all about what you can do and what works for your group. And that's my other key point. And I hope I got that across at the beginning. Part of the fun of having your own children's church is it's your world and your kids and you can create it any way you want. So don't get all be, be like, I got to do something new every single week and I got to do all these things. Yep. Um, no, The concept of segments actually simplifies your service because if you know that if you strip away the content and you just have a list of segments, it limits your creativity. Meaning unlimited creativity is scary because you you can go any direction. But if I know I have a segment called scripture, all I have to create is a way to present that scripture. And then I know after that I have a game segment and I don't have to create everything. I just create a game. And and, and then – for my message, I don't have to cre- – if I started with a blank slate, I'd be like, what am I going to do? How am I going to teach this? Well, I know I'm going to teach it through a game, through a worship lesson, uh, through an object lesson. And then I'm going to go and I'm going to do another game. Then we're going to do a giveaway mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever. So the idea of limiting your creativity helps and segments are great. It also helps with your kids with ADD, ADHD. Um, and in my world, uh, David had mentioned keeping it random. That's how I learned to do it too. And I, and I used to switch up my, my order of service every single week. I found mm-hmm. in my case, I have a high degree of special needs kids in my group. They like consistency. They thrive yeah. on it. And when they can predict it, they actually behave better. So uh, I have cool. moved into a world where we pretty much keep everything in the same order. Gotcha. But that's why kids And you got to know your
1: kids. Exactly. You know?
0: And that's the point I want to make. You know, kids do watch the same stinking movies over and over and over and over. All the parents of preschoolers said, amen. Um, Yes. So uh, so lots of segments is a key. And so if you're the children's pastor standing up in front and you're opening the curriculum and you're just reading from it for 45 minutes and then you do a snack and a a prayer request session and you send them home, you know, if that works for you, great. More power to you. But I would, I would challenge you to find different ways. If you have a three-point sermon, do what I do. Chop it up into three segments and put something yep. and pad it out. It, that time will go by so fast you won't even know that you were yep. in church. Um,
1: and one thing that will really help people, uh, especially when they move into segments, is uh, creating a service schedule. Yes. Uh, go into uh, – I can even post a, on, on CM Monthly just my Word document that I use. It's already bracketed out and – each segment is, is, is laid out so I know, because I forget, you know, from mm-hmm. mixing things up. I'm like, what's next? You know, but I can look down on my paper. I know exactly what's coming up next, and I don't get mixed up hardly well sometimes. <laughs> uh, but, it, you know, it just keeps me straight, so yeah. I don't stand up there and say, oh, I wonder what we're doing now. You know, it's, it's already – I know exactly what we're doing, so I'll, I'm service gonna, schedules are key. All
0: right. Um, I'm going to write that down, service schedules on the site. I'm going to put mine up, too. Mine's probably a little different uh, because mine looks a lot like my sermon notes. I just highlight the key spots, and I put the jumps in and the worship time in. I make five copies. I give them – or actually six. I give them to all my people, my worship leader and me, and they mm-hmm. know exactly what I know. So it's a little telling because oh. if my sermon notes stink, they know it. And they know. And you
1: can I, handwrite it, but uh, just from experience, it's it. – it, Your people will like you better, especially if it's someone besides your six year old helping you do kids' church. You know, they're like, because I can hardly read my own handwriting. So if it's typed, it's better.
0: One thing we've done too is we've used Google Docs which is an online yeah. document sharing service, and you, you open up a new document, you share it with two or three other people, say your worship leader and your game coordinator, if you have them or whatever, or your husband, if it's just you and him, and you guys mm-hmm. can update that document in real time. And say your husband takes two or three segments and you take two or three, you guys can both work together and fill in the same service schedule. So that's also a cool thing to do too.
1: That is cool. And I'll, yeah.
0: I'll, uh, I'll link to Google Docs as well. But... Okay. Um, the altar service is different every week. Both of us agreed on that. And what I mean by that, it's not completely different every week. It's just I find that I have probably four or five, six different versions of of that, and I just keep it fresh and and modify it based on our needs. You know, we've all done the youth group thing where you write something down and nail it to the cross, or you burn a pine cone. I don't do that in church, but. Um, <laughs> you know but there's versions uh-huh. of that we had a treasure chest where we wrote down you know the the one thing that was your greatest treasure on earth and were you willing to you know give that up for Christ or what is the worst what is the one sin that's keeping you from you know Jesus and then they'd crumple it up and throw it in a trash can um you know so there's variations on that one that I do. Then we have the old school come down and cry and pray to Jesus type of thing, and then we have the worship music and come down and worship God with us type altar call. We do the laying yeah. on a hands type altar call. So that's that's all I'm saying, guys. Don't think me and Dave are just sitting there and brainstorming and coming up. You know, we're gonna have trapeze artists in this week for the right for the altar call, that'll get them right. Uh,
1: just going back to uh, was it Melissa? Was that the girl who posted? Yeah. Uh, the original thought, you know, Jesus is your source, you know? Yes. And and, and, and you know, ask, Lord, what should I do today? And he'll tell you. Yep. Because it's important to him, you know?
0: Well, and a lot and, of time, common sense comes in, too, because if you're yeah. doing a thing on healing, like I did this Sunday, we talked about he- praying for healing. It was logical to do two things, to have a group of kids come down that needed healing, and then mm-hmm. – to focus a little bit on the concept of standing in the gap for somebody else. And so we introduced that idea and had kids come down that needed to pray for someone else. And that was it, you know, no big, no big show, no big display. And the kids Mm -hmm. felt everything because I didn't, Mm -hmm. I didn't need to glorify it or make it all huge. It was big to them. Um, The last thing is, and I don't know that Dave does this. I'm sure he does. Uh, Maybe not sometimes. And it's not mandatory, but I theme my games and I theme my uh my worship and praise songs to the lesson as much as possible Mm -hmm. um so like today uh you know during prayer time we we had our worship and praise time we did songs about how miracles happen and and prayer works and and god is awesome and and uh and just different songs like that i wish i had well let me see no i don't have my notes in front of me this morning but uh, my worship leader picks those out and the game was um, kids two kids put together uh, two very simple preschool puzzles that I had I'd gotten blank cutouts and drawn two people on it after the game was over and they put the puzzle pieces together we talked about how sometimes we're broken and, um, and but Jesus can fix us you know that's what sickness is and yeah. and that bled into point two which was if God made you he can fix you. You know, we have yeah. we have enough faith to believe he created us, but then we struggle to believe he can fix us. That didn't make sense. So, right, right. Um,
1: hey, that reminds me of a joke. You know, oh boy. How come if someone tells you there's three billion stars in the sky, you believe them, but if they tell you that paint's wet, you have to touch it and make sure.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. You know, well, another thing is, is why do we always turn the light switch on and off after the bulb blows? It, it's not like it's going <laughs> to fix it.
1: And on your TV remote, why do you always press harder when the batteries are dying?
0: You know. <laughs> and, and then after somebody hangs up, why do we say hello, hello, hello on the phone? Like they're going to be like, oh, oh, I heard you yelling. You know.
1: Yeah. Oh, and if orange juice was blue, would it still be called orange juice?
0: Yeah. And why do they call them apartments if they're all stuck together?
1: I know. And why do you drive on a parkway and park on a driveway?
0: And what color does Smurfs? Bl- <laughs> if you choke a Smurf, what color does he turn?
1: I'm out. Okay. I don't have any okay. more. Me either. I'm done. (laughs) Uh,
0: I wanted to go briefly through some elements that we might not have mentioned currently because I I listed a current show or a current uh, order of service that we've used in the past that you might benefit from. I mentioned briefly the can of the week concept. Um, uh, I'd gotten that from a curriculum where they used a knot of the week, and they would say, I will not, blah, 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 and they would hold up a knot. Me too, me too. Yeah, it was Adventure Bay,
1: actually. Um, uh, we used kids blitz okay. kids blitz yeah cool
0: Still, same well stuff. i switched it to a positive statement i felt better about that and i got a paint can and i printed on an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper some logo the can of the week and taped it on there it was a blank paint can that i got uh from uh lowe's or home depot you can buy them and they're brand new and clean have a lid and every week i'd have a kid come up and it was like a thing at the very end because we had a, a A big deal, but the can of the week was like a leaving closing statement. The kid would uh, reach in and unfold it and read it. It was a big deal for the kid to get picked, and it was the can of the week. So
1: I thought you were going to say you like traveled to different areas and took pictures of their restrooms.
0: Wow. No, we took pictures of their hindquarters. That's what can means to me. But yeah, the can of the week belongs to the pastor's wife. Look at that thing. All right. I wasn't going to take it that far. I think it's still within the realm of Christianity somewhere. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, And and feel free to throw one in. I'm just going to keep reading through them until you until you interrupt. Puppets,
1: puppets, puppets.
0: Tell me about puppets, Dave.
1: I used to hate puppets. Really? And then I then I started liking them, and then I loved them, and then I hated them again. But now I'm I'm back on the love train. You know, it's about how
0: you use them and who's working them, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. Yes. Um, You can you can kill your kids' church service with a horrible puppet skit. And, um, if, you know, you, and you, you hate to step on somebody's toes, but if, if, if you know that this segment stinks, don't do it, don't right. do it, do right. something else. Um, until you, you have the right people. I had a guy working with me for two years and he was absolutely amazing. Mm. And, um, we worked so well together. I mean, he would eventually the, his puppet would come flying out of the building that it was in and I would put it on my hand and move my map my hand to his mouth and he's not you know and it was just we had this connection going it was awesome and i that was when i was on the love train uh but then you know his life got kind of crazy and he, he he was no longer with us so we we quit doing puppets we well actually we did them for about two months and i had this guy fill in and it you know and it was it was okay but it just it, it wasn't it didn't have the impact that it was having before mm-hmm. you know so we canned it for about a year and a half and i uh, just got a uh, a new couple on my team Uh, who are amazing, reminded me of, you said you and Jen, your wife, used to do Scripture Man together. And that's what they do. It's Farmer Bo. And uh, he does our Scripture verse for us, and he always hits on Miss Christina. And, you know, he's a pig farmer. He stinks. Is this anybody I
0: know by chance?
1: Yes, it is. Yeah, John and Christina.
0: No way! John's doing puppets!
1: Yes, yes, (laughs) yes. You gotta go on. Go online. Okay, I'll get you the, I will. The, <laughs> it's hilarious. I'm gonna die yeah, today, right here on the show. Today, tomorrow's my birthday, so oh. today they made me. He made me a dirt cake with oh. uh, bacon instead of candles. As
0: soon as you uh, said farmer, he's I was like, farmer. that yeah. dude. That is John. Anyway, I'm sorry, peeps. Yes. I don't like doing personal stuff on the show, but there you go. I know,
1: but it, yeah, it was worth it. We'll I have but to have him on also, sometime. Oh, he'd love it. Yeah, oh, yeah, that'd be cool.
0: He wouldn't say any bad words. Does he still swear? I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't
1: ever remember hearing him swear. I know.
0: Swearing. That's what I'm saying. He's like, innocent boy. <laughs> yeah. That's why I can't believe he's doing a puppet. He gets so embarrassed. But anyway, there I you know. go, people. You can get anybody to do anything eventually. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, here's another Hidden element. Talents. I, I want to mention the jumps again. Some of you guys have heard us say that a few times. Let me define them real quick. Uh, jumps are. Uh, Literally, I'll get up on the stage between two segments, say the transition's not going too well, or even if it is, and I'll just yell, pigeons! And the kids Mm -hmm. know to respond by ducking and covering their heads. First team that ducks and covers gets 1,000 points for their team. Um, And then I say, amen, they sit up, and they're focused on me, ready for the next thing. Jumps are ways to get attention without having to say the cursed sh. Right, another right. version of a jump that's not quite for points would be something I learned from my mentor and Dave's mentor David gobbbel is turn to your neighbor and and tell them to be quiet you know tell them to neighbor and say shh and then do what they say you know just any yeah. kind of call and response thing that you can get you know give me a j j that's an old school version you know where the kids would yeah. scream back and forth but it ends with everybody focused on you you can find our jumps I have four packets packages of them uh, f- available for download for free at cmmonthly.com. So look it up under resources. We have a new website, but we'll talk about that in a second. Another one would be video clips. We use video clips. Um, if you have a VCR and a, or a DVD player and a TV, that's going to be just as good. If you don't, don't worry about video clips. Recreate what we're videotaping in real mm-hmm. time with a skit. If you don't have yep. people, bring kids up and tell them, you're Farmer Bob and you're Christina and I, and then tell them the lines in real time. Kids are very forgiving and they don't need professional stuff. And and if that's all you can do, I do that on purpose and I got the resources. So, it's a great way. And and ham it up. You know if the kids aren't are real stiff and they don't want to move, get behind them and move their hands like puppets and make them talk. Use voices for them. And uh, it's a fun way to do it. But and video that's funny are too. Good.
1: Yeah, and points, we we do something completely different than you, but I love what you're doing with the scoreboard. Um, our points, we use these uh, foam splash balls that you can get at Walmart Target where you dip them in water and throw them at your neighbor.
0: Yeah, water uh, bombs, we, we call them.
1: Water, yeah, we don't actually, they're not wet, but uh, I have this big bucket of them at the front of the stage with me, uh, and we have team captains, one for each team, and uh, we'll throw these points out. To their teams ah, like periodically that. for different things, and in order to get those balls back, because a, you know the a kid's reaction is to keep that and play around with it. Right. I give them five seconds to throw it up to their team captain, and mm-hmm. if they can do that within five seconds, then they get a bonus ball, which our balls are worth ten thousand points apiece. And at the end of service, we just add those up. Uh, obviously, with the team with the most points wins.
0: See, I like and, that because that's proof of what we're saying. He's got the resources. He has more resources than I do, but he's doing a more manual version uh, that wouldn't require almost anything. I mean, you could, you guys could set that up for six bucks from Walmart, you know, in a trip yep. to Walmart. So that's awesome. Love that.
1: You can get ball pit balls or anything will work. Yeah, just not, not heavy because, uh, and also use it during our welcome and intro to set it up, um, saying you know there's no sleeping in kids zone. If you fall asleep and I see you, you might get hit in the head with one of these things. <laughs> you know, it's so a pay attention, pay attention.
0: Oh yeah. man, uh, uh, you'd mentioned puppet characters, and, and so we won't go through that again. But just if you're using puppet characters, um, you know I would rather use a sock puppet than a dirty puppet, a puppet that his <laughs> clothes are torn, his eye is yeah. missing, he's got yes. one eyebrow, and he's been in the back closet for 15 years, and unless you can work that into a character, hi, I'm a dirty, nasty puppet, I've been locked in the back, and I'm glad that the children's ministry found me, and I'm here to bless you, then yes, use it, that's awesome, but yeah. otherwise, if you're trying to do a real skit with janky puppets, um... <laughs> You know, janky, is that a real word? Janky, is, it's a real word in the hood. Uh, janky <laughs> means stanky. Uh, oh. If you're using janky puppets, then kill them and put a sock over <laughs> your hand and paint some eyeballs on. I'm telling you, you're going to get more spec for that than anything else. Another thing is magic, uh, illusions, and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, I, I, I'm a micro-magician. I do little stuff here and there. I've got a few props, but use them sparingly, people, because you, yes. when you use that magic... You're done. You can't do it yep. again for like five years until you got all new time. kids. So yep. <laughs> use it for special events and all that because they will they will know. I hear them. He's done this before. The torn and yeah. restored heart. You know how many times can you do it, people? <laughs> I know you paid fifty dollars for that that prop and you want to get your money out of it, but you better go travel or something because them kids right. have seen it. So be careful with that.
1: Do a kids camp. That's right.
0: Object lessons, man. You could spend money on object lessons. But yes. go back, I think we did a, a episode on object lessons, mm-hmm. didn't we, about how we to did. create them? Um, and again, just like G, like we said about God and creativity and Jesus being our source, um, you know the key to an object lesson is finding what does in, in nature what you're trying to illustrate and then using that. That's all Jesus did. Seeds grow, faith grows, you know um, and seeds get picked up by birds and faith can be stolen. By, uh, by, by the things of this world. So he used something uh, that was an object lesson from everyday life. Uh, yep. I, and I mentioned dramas. So uh, you do, if you do dramas, great. There's actually DVD, CDs you can buy out there. Uh, Group Publishing has some. And it's called, I think, Just Add Kids or Just Add Actors or something. And it has oh. sound effects, all of the narration and all of oh, the wow. v- words. You can literally push play, throw some kids up there, tell them who they are and they can act it out from the first time i've never done it that way i always do it in advance before service but we've used a few of those and the kids love them because they have sound effects and it, it, it's really funny if you happen to get a girl in the jesus part you know or as the narrator but there's this dude's voice you know and so it can be really really funny and really cool
1: talking about uh audio we have an audio track and it's basically some not like hyper energy crazy techno music but it's got kind of like a techno flavor that we just play in the background for the whole service. Wow. And if the... Um if, if the video comes on the screen, they'll just pull the, sound, pull the sliders down on the soundboard to mute that background music. But as soon as that mm-hmm. video is over, just so there's always something either auditory or visual or something exciting going on for the kids. And just something – just to kind of fill in the That's gaps. Cool. and
0: We, and we them, don't do that. Teenage. I think it would drive me nuts personally. Just oh, okay. me. So I'm very yeah. selfish. But, uh, but we do use a lot of sound effects and a lot of – every segment has an intro – Um, of some sort, especially games and the jumps and offering. Mm -hmm. And uh, worship doesn't. We just get up and start worshiping, like you said. Um, But, yeah, Yeah. work your segments into a way that you never have to say, hey, we're going to do blah, you
1: know, blank. Hey, do you ever do theme days, like during the summer, like silly hat day or silly hair day? We
0: did that for bus ministry. Haven't really done it so much for big church. Yeah. But that's, that's a cool idea.
1: And we use that sparingly, too.
0: Yeah, you have to. Yes, But my preschool, my daughter's preschool does. They did crazy hair day. I think I'm going to do yeah. that in elementary school uh, or in my service one day. Crazy hair day. Our problem too, honestly, is we have such a transient group. You know, it's a large church. We always have the same amount of people, but 80% of them are different every week. And if I did wow. something like that, there would be so many kids that didn't know and didn't get to participate. They'd feel like <laughs> outsiders and it would further alienate them. So it's it's hard. It's hard, Our, yeah, but on the evenings and on Wednesday nights, it's more regular, so we might have to do some of that there.
1: Yeah, that's a good idea.
0: Uh, curriculum, let's talk real quick about that.
1: Okay,
0: and uh, um, you all right? Yeah, something somebody fell down upstairs <laughs> in the basement. Um, I, yeah. I mentioned I used to use Adventure Bay, you can look that up yeah. online. Um, that was actually the first curriculum I ever used when I came to Sheffield. Um, I moved more recently into um, I used AG the AG curriculum for a while. But I found that I wanted something that synchronized with my preschool group, and I used Group Publishing's Kids Own Worship for a while. Yeah. And after I got through the loop, and and it started repeating itself after three or four years, yep. I got yep. really sick of that. And um, I've now started using High Voltage Curriculum by Brian Dollar, and I'm really yeah, liking that's that. good stuff. It's very down to earth. Um, and it and the thing that, about groups stuff, and it was good for a while. Is it was basically reworked Sunday school curriculum, I felt like. And it was focusing Mm -hmm. almost too much on the Bible stories and not enough on what the Bible stories were saying to us in real life. It was more about history lessons and less about what I could pull out of that and apply to my life. And so I was working really hard to adopt that stuff. Um, Right. And whereas the high voltage stuff, dude, I can almost, I don't, okay, I don't do this, but you could almost cut and paste it right into your sermon notes. It's so good.
1: Yeah, so that's cool. What are you? Doing? We've used uh, the first two years of ministry. Uh, that I was in ministry, I was green and mean no, not mean, uh, but just had no idea what I was doing and something like we're doing tonight would have been a godsend back then, uh, but I didn't have this, but I did f- stumble upon a website called Kidology mm. and there's um, it costs so much a year to join that Yeah. but then there's, on there there's tons and tons and tons of resources uh, kind of like you're saying, ready-made kids church services and uh, Hundreds of object lessons and puppet skits and ideas, and there's a forum. Um, of course, CM Connect is free, yes. which is cool uh, <laughs> for their forum, which you can connect with with other children's pastors and, and leaders and such. But really good. It bailed me out my first two years of ministry. Very cool. And uh, then we started using Kids Blitz, which was their uh, same people who made Adventure Bay. Uh, it was the big city studio curriculum. And it was based around a movie a movie studio theme. And we no longer use their curriculum, but we've kind of kept the theme. Um, the name of our children's ministry is Kids Own Studio. And you have a great
0: really really good stuff. I'm sorry? You have a great logo, by the way.
1: I do. You know, and and you can get a great logo. At you a uh. Oh, After Kids Blitz, we all did at the same time. That was sweet. We went to uh, using Elevate Curriculum, which is a video-based curriculum put out by Ed Young's church, wherever he is. But it's very, very, very high-quality stuff. Mm. And they're from Series 1, and we're now in our second year of using it. It's incredible. Um, again... Could cut and paste, but we don't. We right. take the el- certain elements out of the curriculum that we like and we use those. But it is an incredible resource for people who are green, brand new, or even for me, I've been doing this for years. And it's great for the team. I, I went to that curriculum because I lost several uh, members of our of our kids own team when we, uh, we started another church, another campus and, and different things in life just happens. And I went through a season there where it was me and a couple other people and we needed something easy right. uh, to, to manage. And this was it.
0: Well, video based uh, curriculum stuff is great for people with when, if it's you and 15 kids in a basement and you ain't got no help video based stuff is great. But what I mm-hmm. want to warn people about is don't sit there, push play and go sit in the back. And, no. all, and you, those kids need you as a pastor and a minister. They need that contact. And the thing I love about um, – I don't use video-based stuff, uh, although I would say high voltage has got a lot more video than I've ever used before, and I do love it. But D- mm-hmm. Dave – doesn't just hit play. You can hear it in his in his object less or his his order of service. He goes through. He's got a lot of interactivity. People connecting with kids. So, right. Um, just a warning. I've I've heard of people doing that, and it, it's like you know, ugh, I just don't. I'm not crazy about that.
1: Right, right. Um, another good video curriculum is Kidmo out by Johnny Rogers and um, all of these are fairly priced, uh, not too expensive. Mm-hmm. and Hillsong Kids just released a, uh, a video curriculum which is pretty good. I've got a copy of it. We haven't done it yet, but it's it's really good. Cool. really good stuff. Cool, cool, cool. Or you can write your own, you know? Yeah, and, and, we don't. I uh, may be moving into a, a phase uh, this fall of where we start writing our own stuff again. Yeah. Just kind of – I did it for a while,
0: so. and, and that yeah. was when I had uh, – I didn't know how much of work I wasn't doing to, in order to yeah. make my own curriculum. And and right. Brian Dollar really makes it seem attainable the way he does it. And if you're going to do your own, I would say buy a, 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 a one of his – DVD sets and watch what they do. It'll give you ideas yep. on how to do it easier than what I imagine uh, writing your own curriculum looked like. But um, right. it, it, yeah, writing your own curriculum that could be a whole nother podcast. Yeah, if, if you're going to do it. And great. one of the
1: things, James, if I can mention, um, talking about when I first started out, I would have given and I would have paid tens of dollars if I could have seen <laughs> a, a uh, someone else do kids' church, you know, just to get some ideas and you know how do I how do I do crowd control and, and right. these things? And we had a great mentor, David Godbell. But, yeah. you know, how, how these, these kids are different than those original kids that we had at the other church. And, you know, um, and that's really my heart. I, I like helping people, which is probably a good thing for a kid's pastor. But uh, I, I've always – that's been my heart. I want to just, you know, help, equip, and teach. And, and I am not the authority. You know, I'm not the answer. You know, I've just – I've right. got that's one of the answers. Position. That's my job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're the, yeah. You're the guy. <laughs> yeah, okay. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, we've we've been recording and streaming live our KidZone services probably for the past six months or so. Cool. And on our website, we have all of our kids' shirt services that we've done over the past six months. And uh, So they can see
0: what, everything you've been talking about.
1: E- exactly. That's awesome. Exactly. Um, speaking of GoDaddy, we just got the web address, kidzone. K-I-D-Z-O-N-E studio.com. And uh, maybe we can put a link on the website for yeah, that. Yeah. But that, that site will be live probably within 30 days or so. And we'll have all of our archive video transferred over to there. And um, basically kids and or adults, whoever can click on that, get some ideas, watch KidZone. It's great for our kids who have um, split families, you know, where mom and dad are no longer together. And I see kids every other week. Well, the week that they're at their mom's house and mom doesn't come to church, mm-hmm. then they can watch on the internet and cool. still be connected with Kids zone. And, uh, so it's just, it's going to be some good stuff up there and just want to just encourage people that to check that out in about a month or so.
0: Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Hey, let's, uh, let's thank you, Dave, by the way, for all that. And Melissa, if you do listen to the show, which there's no guarantee that you do, I hope that you're blessed by this. Um, we do have some news we want to go through. First of all, uh, See, CM Monthly will and has and always will be a um, monthly podcast. But I've had the heart for quite a while, and we just started this, to start weekly minicasts. So, you know, one time a month, one week out of the month, you're still going to get the big show. But three weeks out of that month, I'm going to start doing small series. It's just me and a microphone. And we started uh, episode one of the minicast last Sunday or uh, last week and uh, we're doing a, a, a multi-part series on discipline our biggest most downloaded episode of all time by far mm-hmm. it's in the thousands more than any other has been our discipline episode and so I figured hey these people need some more stuff on that so uh, yep. we're, we're able to break them down they're only about 15-20 minutes a pop and uh, that'll just give you a little something-something during the week um, to, to keep the momentum going for the big shows so check that out at cmmonthly.com uh, speaking of websites. We do have a new website at CM Monthly. uh, Logos and graphics and all that kind of stuff. And I love the new theme, the new breakdown, because it categorizes all of our content. Um, We have training, resources, uh, news, and even a humor section. And we, I try to put at least one post up a day now. So you can go there, subscribe to the podcast feed. You can subscribe to the blog feed and keep up on information on us. You can follow us on Twitter and you can join us at CM Connect and join our group that's on there and uh, connect with us and ask questions. David mentioned it earlier and um, I, I, I'm i available. Both of us, I'm sure, are available For phone calls and contacting us and emailing us and asking questions and and giving suggestions. Um, Matter of fact, I had a guy ask about jumps and I ended up just looking him up on the web and called his church and freaked him out. That's great. <laughs> he was in Valdosta, Georgia and um hey. and uh you know we we contacted and talked about stuff and and now he's emailing me regularly and and it's all good. Guys, you know, I I do want to reiterate what Dave said. We're not anything. I'm just a children's pastor. He's a children's pastor. Yep. But maybe You know, maybe we've done something, uh, and, and that you can learn from. And I know for a fact, you've done some stuff that we can learn from. It's all about, we're, we're part of the kingdom. You know, I don't even care if you're one saved, always saved, or if you believe in tongues or not. Um, Mm -hmm. I want people connected to Christ. You know, we can work out all the rest of it later, but I want to help you and I want you to help me. And so if we can do, be a part of that, holler at us, we are not big. uh, We're not big wigs. We're not. We don't think anything of ourselves. We started seeing monthly because we have a passion for helping uh, people. So, and we and we're new enough to it. We're old enough where we know something, but we're still new enough (laughs) to where we can still learn. And we remember what it was like. Um, Yes. uh, I was recently interviewed by a podcast called The Broken Mug, and it uh, it was last week. It comes out tomorrow, February first, or is that tomorrow? Wait a minute. No. No.
1: Tomorrow's February twenty third, (laughs) my birthday. Don't forget. It
0: comes out next Sunday. Uh, February first. <laughs> what'd you say? And um, it's a it's a guy and his dad. And his dad happens to be a pastor, and I believe the son's in ministry. I didn't get to know him very, very well, but I was interviewed specifically about being a children's pastor, and I think there was enough content in there that it would would be a really good thing for you to go check out. They asked me a lot of good questions about what what my average Sunday is like, what my average week is like, why I went into children's ministry, what drew me there, what was the difference between being a lay children's pastor into moving into full-time ministry children's pastoring, and it's just Mm -hmm. a lot of content that we haven't covered here on the show that they pulled out of me. I don't know that I would even thought to have talked about it, Um, especially since most of it was talking about me. But check it out at The Broken Mug. We'll have a link um, when it does go live. And I think if you go in the the website and look under the friends in the sidebar, you'll see a link to their website there. But February 1st, a week from today, um, that interview is going live. So um, we have an animated clip art giveaway. Speaking of animationfactory.com, let me pull it out of here. I mentioned it last show. I have the Essential Collection 3 uh, from AnimationFactory.com. Twelve CD-ROMs full of animated clip art. We're going to give it away right now. I had several people write in this month. All you had to do was send me an email with the word contest in the uh, subject line. Let me read what they write, wrote. Please enter me in the contest to win the animated clip art. What I like about Cia Monthly is the down-to-earth approach you have to communicating with people. I do not respond well to a holier-than-thou phony approach. James, keep it real, and that'll keep me listening. Keep up the good work. James, uh, Jim from Monkey in the Middle. Stacy Card writes, I really like how your show is down-to-earth and practical. I also like that you didn't try to cram an hour's worth of information into 15 minutes or less. Thanks, Jeff Robb. Actually, that was Jeff. Stacy wrote, I just wanted to say thanks again. Love the show. Keep up the good work, Stacy. Chris writes, Hi, my name's Chris. I'm a children's pastor and youth pastor at New Beginnings Church in Harrisburg, Uh, Harrisonburg, Virginia. Just started listening to your podcast. I enjoy it very much. I'd like to be entered in your contest. Thanks. Keep up the good work. That was Chris. Uh, And then Pastor Aaron Gruber writes, I really enjoy listening to your show. I just listened to your latest full cast yesterday, and I'm going to have my wife sit down and listen to it too. Just like you guys, we didn't start out in ministry and my wife never really wanted to be a pastor's wife, but God called us into the pastoral position about two years ago, and he's been modeling molding our hearts and redirecting Jen, my wife's name too, ever since. Thanks to cool. your thanks for your candid discussions and down-to-earth common sense advice and wisdom for ministers to God's smallest ones. God bless Aaron. All right, I fed all those names into a random generator earlier, and the winner of the EC3, Essentials Collection 3 is none other than Chris Swartzel. Wait
1: a, minute, wait a minute,
0: wait a minute. I got that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. So, Chris, uh, email me and um, give me your address and we'll send it out. Now, if for some reason Chris doesn't respond within two weeks, I did go ahead and pick a second person randomly uh, through a computer program that I use. And Jim from Monkey in the Middle was the second place. So um, Chris, holler at me in two weeks. I'll ship it out. If you don't, Jim, uh, you'll be next in line, bud. Thank you so much. We do have some input from our listeners, if, if that wasn't enough for you. This is from Chuck. I've been very blessed by your website and podcast. I noticed you guys use jumps uh, while using the high-voltage curriculum. I was wondering how you make jumps and what your thoughts are on high-voltage curriculum. We'll start using using it this spring. Thank you, Chuck. And Chuck's the guy I tracked down and 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 talked to in real life. Um, but you can find out more. I'll probably do an article on how I create jumps. You can do it with any video editing program. And if you can't afford that, go if you use Windows XP, you can use Windows Video Creator and do the same thing. Basically, it's and that's, free. Yeah, it's free. It's on your computer already. Maybe you didn't even know. But basically, I I grab an audio sound bite off a free website. I drag it into the video editing software. I grab an animated background off of uh, animationfactory.com and throw that in there. And then I put another layer where I usually take an animated character from animationfactory.com. That thing is such an awesome resource. Um, So I do all of that. I pull that together and then I render it. That's it. So it'll be probably free play.
1: Freeplaymusic.com is a great place to get free music. Ah,
0: there you go. But but my but my uh, jumps are usually literally like a second long. It's like you know we have yes. one called Pray, and I pull a, 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 a thing of a lady going Hallelujah, and that's it. And that's it's the whole funny. thing. <laughs> So uh, it is, and you couldn't get away with that in any church, but you can in mine, because it happens to be— Yeah, we did a
1: Western theme, and I had one, I See Cow Pies. Wow. You know, the kids had to pick up their feet, because you don't want to step in it.
0: That's awesome. You
1: know? Yeah. And I had an animationfactory.com, had a cow, and just animated some— (laughs)
0: Uh, This one's from a local lady, actually, and it's kind of a cool story because this is Miss Diane, and she's a new children's pastor here at a church right down the street from my church. She called my my supervisor, my associate pastor, and said you know, I need help with discipline. And pastor says, uh, well, you need to talk to James because that's like his thing. And she's like, okay. And so she put a voicemail on my machine and then she got tired of waiting for me that day. So she got online and she looked up children's ministry (laughs) discipline and she found a podcast, lo and behold, called CM Monthly and started listening to episode two. And then she's like, boy, this is the dude, this is James. So it was really (laughs) trippy for her. (laughs) That is. Maybe she didn't believe Fell before, Pastor Fell, but she believed him later. And she's like, oh my gosh, listen to your show, blah, blah, blah. So we connected and we've swapping stuff back and forth. This is her response to that. Hi, Pastor James. Just wanted to give you a huge thank you and follow up for what happened at my church first children's ministry meeting at Bales Baptist. I was able to present the teacher's. Uh, Many of your thoughts, policies, and et cetera on discipline in children's ministry, which I wholeheartedly agree with. Uh, Just being able to say that the materials came from a full-time children's pastor with eight-plus years of experience brought so much credibility to the words that I – to the words that that we had very little discussion. Read amazing for this group. I really – it It really helped me, too, by being able to take myself out of it a bit and insert your wisdom and experience into it. I think it greatly reduced the threat they would have felt otherwise about their new leader coming in and making all these sweeping changes. I listen to your podcast, what I wish someone had told me, and I'm taking in... What uh, that I should make as few changes as possible during the, for the first while. What changes we did make were absolutely urgent, and if we didn't, we'd have a major result, re- revolt in the children's department. I understand <laughs> that. Those are the mandatory things. Uh, we base them on your model. We had total agreement out of the teachers who attended by the end. I'm so greatly encouraged. I feel like your help was a truly amazing godsend and just in time for our meeting. Without your materials, I feel like the teachers would have questioned me making those same changes due to my lack of experience. Thank you so much for all your help. I look forward to keeping up with your podcast. And I saw the mini-cast, and I'm looking forward to that. Uh, And um, I will be in contact for future questions on children's ministry in the inner city. Uh, Diane Hanson Bales Baptist Church so thank you Diane that's awesome I look forward to meeting you in person one day I don't even know who you are but um, yeah. all that to say Dave and I are available if you live in the Georgia area um, holler at Dave if you live in the Midwest holler at me if you live up north in Canada you're on your own sorry we're not we don't like <laughs> call Canada. Dick Gruber yeah <laughs> is he up there
1: <laughs> I have no idea no but you
0: Beautiful can holler at us just don't call us collect yes. no, right and don't call us late for dinner that's a Georgia Georgia joke sorry all right, um, it's time for us to get out of here, Dave. Thank you so much for an awesome show. Welcome back, and we'll see you back here um, next month, right? Yes, all right. definitely. All right, now don't be getting Absolutely. all busy, you know.
1: See, see, you know what happened last month? Mm-hmm. I was puking my guts out. That's up. right.
0: That's right.
1: I came home from church that Sunday.
0: That's awesome.
1: And I didn't get out of bed. I puked for two days.
0: You know, I um, I got sick a couple weeks ago, and it, Did you? I, I can count on two fingers how many times I've missed church. Our service due to due to sickness and. I was sick starting Friday night, and I thought I'd be over it. I had a bacterial infection. My boy, who had pink eye, stuck his hand down my throat. He's, he's a year old, and, and I'm telling you, he punched my mouth on accident, and his fist went in past my hangy-downy and into my throat, and I could feel his fingers wiggling in my esophagus. I kid you not. Nasty. I pulled it out, and some people might not know this movie, but in the movie um, Army of Darkness, with, he, there's a scene where a skeleton hand goes in Ash's mouth, and he pulls it out and goes... Um, that's what that was like. I almost didn't want to pull it out because it was like a splinter that would hurt. I wanted to leave it in there, but he was fiddling. So I got a bacterial (laughs) infection that started in my eustachian tubes, worked its way up into my nose and, and was just causing all kinds of problems. So yeah, I can feel your pain, but I made the show.
1: What's a eustachian tube?
0: It's the tubes that connect. That, Is that for
1: real? Yes. Did you it, just make that it up. It
0: equalizes pressure between, uh, between the outside of your eardrum and the inside of your eardrum, and it's connected to your throat. And that's why you, you usually have ears, nose, and throat specialists because they're always connected. I know this but because you're... I'm secretly a genius. <laughs> oh. And because it Which takes I... us back
1: to you are the man. <laughs> no, <Yes>. I'm not. <laughs> I don't know how I know
0: that, but I like the word eustachian tubes.
1: So. I do too. I'll have to work that's that why
0: when That's why you yawn when you're in a plane. Because you open up those tubes and it and it it makes your ears pop. It, it equalizes the pressure on the inside and the outside. Okay. And if you don't have that, you have to have tubes in your ears. So anyway.
1: I'll Google it and see if you're telling the
0: truth. Hey, check out our website, www.cmmonthly.com. Email us your questions, comments, topic suggestions, anything else at cmmonthly at gmail.com. You can also call and leave a voicemail, 206-600-5704. Join us and our group and make us friends of yours over at the social network just for children's pastors and ministers cmconnect.org we're no way affiliated with them i just think it's awesome and it's free tell somebody about the show especially people you like and if you hate the show tell people you don't like because then you'll annoy them and we win either way and then also leave us an itunes review if you haven't yet that way you can help other people learn about us that use itunes okay uh till next week thank you god bless you thank you dave and uh, we'll see Yo. you guys next next month. Make sure you... Peace. Say, yeah, peace out.
1: Love you guys. For real. For real.